No hipsters pot. I tried to cook some fries and they were frozen and I put them in the grease and the little ice was on them so it stopped. <laughs> I was gonna burn the house down. It's a very, very traumatic experience. Every time I try to cook, it's disastrous. Episode 45, No Hipsters Pod. It's your boy Ronte, the founder of NoHipstersAllowed.com. And this week, our co host is my girl, Debbie Felix. Say what's up. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's well, Debbie. <laughs> welcome back. Why are you I'm, laughing at me, Ronte? Because <laughs> I, like, I already know this is about to be a shit show. Just judging from the last time you were here. But all right, let's But just I just get... have to say, I was right. Yeah, you right. you were okay. you were you were you were actually you know what let's talk before we even talk about any topic you called it as far as men not having to like pay for their actions he never really felt the weight of what he did but what how... man in the industry does true what man in the industry actually faces the weight of their actions until they're fucking old like r kelly or bill cosby and Bill Cosby literally was let out that week. And he was your example. Do you remember? Yes, he was my example. And As, literally. And, and, and even that didn't hold up. Okay. Oof, oof. And now I was also <laughs> right about straight men being very homoerotic. Oh, like, oh, shit. All right. You know what? Let's. You know, uh, it's just, I just want to say, you know, everyone listening, it's practically like I'm psychic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? On that note, because I think like I know what you're referencing there, so let's get right to the topics. Let's talk about the baby who performed at Rolling Loud, which was basically a super spreader event in Miami this past <laughs> Sunday, and he performed. And so much wrong with his performance, but let's just let's take let's tackle the main issue that has grabbed the headlines and just keeps on giving, and that is his ad lib. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if your pussy smell like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be up. real about this shit. Yeah, keep it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. Since then, of course, he's been dragged on the internet and uh, a couple people have spoken out against him. Uh, you know, uh, Dua Lipa, who has a hit song with him that's currently number three on the Billboard Hot 100, has spoken out against him. Uh, and supposedly she's actually unfollowed him as well on Instagram. And uh, Demi Lovato has also spoken out against him. Elton John, it's funny, as soon as I heard the HIV comments, I actually knew it was a matter of time before Elton John spoke up because he's been a big uh, AIDS activist over the years and trying to get, get people to be more aware about the disease and, and to, you know, basically kill the stigma around it and help people get access to treatment. So he spoke out earlier today. And, and you know when Elton John speaks out. I mean, he is the king <laughs> right. of the LGBTQIA celebrity community. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, the baby literally dug his own grave. And I just want to say, for all of the women, particularly Megan Thee Stallion, who have been antagonized by this man, um, and for all of the members of the LGBTQI community who felt antagonized and attacked by this man, that's what you get, nigga. Because right. honestly, yeah. like, first of all, when I saw, I, I, I usually like to avoid these kinds of things because I just, I know the baby been on stupid things lately. So yeah, I was it's been trying, on goofy time for a long time. Right. Like I was trying to avoid 
you know, even seeing what else. Because one thing I will say about the baby is that I love the kind of father that he is to his children. And so when I finally like decide, okay, I'm gonna go look at the clips. I was like, how are you thinking about men sucking men's dicks in the parking lot during your Rolling Loud concert? What in the homo erotica? What's going on? Was, I have never been at work and just was like sitting there thinking like, man, I bet you girls sucking coochie in the parking lot. <laughs> that's, not, that's never happened to me. It's just... That's never happened to me, Ronza. It's never happened. So I just really got to know what was the baby thinking? Like what was actually going through his mind? I get he had head on the brain. And the funny thing is that like he first of all doubled down. Me and all my fans at the show, the gay ones and the straight ones, we turned the fuck up. I'm talking about my boy that was at the front of the stage, left over there by where I jumped at. Ask him. He got clips all on his shit. The whole night was recording. We were turned the whole night. My boy had the crop top on, front row. He singled out some some supposed, you know, we don't even know if this person is real, but some supposed man in a crop top in the front row was enjoying your performance, and so therefore you're not homophobic. Just the ridiculousness of that statement. Who and could then, have been a straight man in a crop top, by ex- the way? Exactly, especially in 2021. And then he goes and says that his his gay fans are too classy to suck dick in the parking lot. I say, if you don't got AIDS, put a cell phone light up. I say, if you ain't suck dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up so I could drop my next song. I wasn't going on no rant. That's called a call to action. That's what that's called, because I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. You interact with your fans. You get what I'm saying? Look, all the lights went up gay or straight. You want to know why? Because even my gay fans don't got fucking AIDS, stupid ass niggas. They don't got AIDS. My gay fans, they take care of themselves. They ain't going for that. They ain't, they ain't no nasty gay niggas. See what I'm saying? They ain't no junkies. You know what I'm saying? On the street. Man, hell you talking about, nigga? Then I said, if you ain't suck dick in the rolling loud parking lot, put your cell phone light up. You know what my gay fans did? Put that motherfucking light up, nigga. Because my gay fans, they ain't got niggas. They ain't going for that. They got class, nigga. It was terrible and was just such a strong argument for publicists in 2021. Because I think because everyone has... Yeah, because everyone has social media and so they feel like they can speak to the public directly and that they know what to say for themselves. And clearly they don't, right? Like, he is just clearly too stupid to even understand how wrong he was. But here's my thing. Like, you know, normally I like to, like... I will try to understand both sides. You know, the baby is a hood ass nigga. It's not like he has hung around super liberal people all of his life that I'm assuming. Um, You know, this is a man who in defense of his family killed a nigga in Walmart. So like, I don't. Oh, did that guy actually die? Yeah. He actually murdered a nigga. Oh, you know what? Cause someone mentioned that. I was like, I thought he just shot him in the arm. So the person died. No, he actually murdered him. Like, was I was I was I thought it was self defense. It is self defense. It absolutely okay. was. Yes. So there's yeah. absolutely like I'm shoot when he Oof. first came out, I was like, oh that's sexy. He killed somebody. Um but <laughs> like <laughs> uh, Debbie. 
we, oh. you know what, we, we, you know, we'll table that for another day. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little hood rat in yeah. me a little bit. Okay, all Just right. a little bit. But Ooh, like, you know, I've, <laughs> I've been um, trying to like understand, but when, he, when I saw that video where first of all, he brought up, wait, first he tweeted, he tweeted that, uh, you know, as a black man, you know, y'all don't be supportive. Right, right. No, you know, so actually the, tweet, the tweets came after the IG story where he said, oh, the guy in the crop top and my friends, my gay fans don't have AIDS, my gay fans wouldn't do that, like mm. yada, yada, yada. And then he tweets that tepid apology about, hey, you know, like, hey, you know, LGBT, that's on you, y'all do y'all, blah, blah, blah. And then to people with HIV and AIDS, I understand that was insensitive, blah, blah, blah. Clearly someone got to him in the days that passed, but it was still a weak apology and he clearly didn't like sound like he knew what he did was wrong, right? He doesn't, and I, that's what I'm wondering is where are the white people around him? Where are the business managers? Where are the publicists? Okay. You can't tell me this man is not signed to a label. We, you can't tell me there's not gay people in his camp. Like, so, well, yeah, there might not be. Number a one, stylist. But, but number two, my thing is, he, we don't, we shouldn't need white people to tell us that certain things are wrong, right? Especially as people who are oppressed. And and this is what I always say about how like black people sometimes can be so like you know like you know make little kick up dust about racism, which we should, right? Because that, that is a terrible thing. But, like, they can be just mad about racism, but completely, like, ambivalent to every other struggle, even when these struggles also affect, like, their fellow Black people, right? And yeah. so, and so I say this all the time, like, if some Black people were not Black, they wouldn't care about racism. Because yeah, most Black people are Republicans, and the only reason they don't vote Republican is, is racism. Low key. Racism. Yeah. Right. Low key. And so it's like, so clearly, if you can't extend yourself outside of your own personal experiences, how good of a person are you really? Right. And so it's just, it's really, really crazy. And, and also, I think, I don't even know if I want to say this is a Black people thing or maybe just a hip hop thing, but sometimes just incredibly like insular about just society. Like, because I think the mistake that he's making, the, the comments he made is something that most people wouldn't make in 2021. So I don't know mm-hmm. what to blame. Like, do we, do we blame this on him being a rapper or him being from North Carolina? Like, I, and I don't want to, like, lower the bar for rap or for being from the South. I feel like there are people who, they're rappers, they're Southerners who know better. And so, I mean, what, what, what do we blame that on, right? Do you just blame that I on? I mean, just- we blame... We blame that on, I mean, honestly, it is a black community thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Homophobia does uh, transgress like cultures for sure. Like if we're good looking outside the United States, it transgresses cultures. Right. But when it comes to the black community in particular and black men in particular, certain black men, because I'm not going to say all at all, but like the idea of their masculinity even being threatened a bit and it is threatening to them um, that another black man could have the freedom to express themselves and not be threatened, not have their masculinity threatened. They've spent their whole lives upholding their masculinity. Like this is what black men have to carry with them. You know, all they essentially when the system is bringing you down and I'm not making excuses for him because n- nigga, like read the room, just read the <laughs> fucking room. Like, you know, you work in an industry with a lot of people who are gay, who are bi, who are less like, you cannot be that stupid. I don't truly believe he's that stupid. What I do believe though, is that when you look at like, even the people who supported his antics, 
when you look at that level of misogyny that they carry for black women and women across the board, Mm -hmm. when you listen to the lyrics of his music, when you look at the way that he treats women on the stage, like even in his performances where he's, you know, slapping women's asses and having them busted open in front of him. Like, of course he, these are things that enforce his masculinity. Look at the way that I dominate. Another man being able to be free with himself for some reason threatens their masculinity. And honestly, I think it's a little bit of jealousy. Mm. You know, as as women, I can be free with my sexuality. It's nothing for me to make out with a girl or for me to say I had sex with a girl. But for Black men, Black men don't get to try masculinity. It's either one extreme or the other. There is Mm. no middle ground allowed for Black men. So... Mm. I, I can see how black men could feel that way when you have had centuries of your masculinity being threatened by white men and by white supremacy. But at this point, if you are not confident enough to not be threatened by the gay community, you want to be gay. And that's okay. Just dabble in it. Stop talking about it. <laughs> she said, We're not going to judge it. Dabble in it. <laughs> You find a baby. I'm sure there is some niggas out here who want to fuck you too. Just dabble in it. Stop talking about it and being threatened by it. It's weird at this point. Honestly, all of these men out here like, oh, y'all gay. Oh, y'all sucking dick. Oh, I beat a gay nigga's ass. It's weird. I have never been that obsessed by somebody who I don't want to fuck. Now, for somebody I want to fuck, I'd be real obsessed. What's going on with them? How that dick like? What they be doing in the parking lot? But... (laughs) For you not to be gay and be that obsessed with what gay men are doing, you can't tell me that you're not a little bit interested. Mm. Boozy. <laughs> you know what? As I was just like saying, like, do I bring up Boozy or do I bring up T.I. first? You know what? Let's, you know, let's take it from the top. Let's take it chronologically. So T.I. was one of the first to jump in the uh, baby's defense and... Just he leaves a comment, I guess it was on probably the shade room, and goes, hey, it's Lil Nas X can do what he wants, and so can the baby. Now, I don't know what parallel he's drawing there. So I'm just, I, I, I really, I, I sat back and was like, what is he, like, what is the connection there? And it's just, it's really just, it's strange to me. Sometimes I really and wonder, none at all. <laughs> and first, he goes on Instagram Live after the fact and says, if homosexuals have more right than heterosexual people, just say that. Homosexuals have more rights than heterosexual people. They just say that. Let's let that be the law. Is that the law? But if you go have a what video, you gonna damn sure have a little Nas X video. And if you gonna have a little Nas X uh, 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 video and him living his truth, you gonna damn sure have people like the baby who gonna speak their truth. He sound just like a white supremacist. It's he sound just like a white man saying, right. "Well, if Black Lives Matter, that means all lives can matter. Right. Why it's, can't we say all lives?" Right. Like, Except, like he's making even less sense if, like, if that's possible. Like in the sense that the, Lil Nas X had nothing to do with the baby's performance, and there was nothing. All. Like I'm not. I'm just not. I don't see the overlap at all. And honestly, sometimes I wonder if someone like sliced off a piece of Ti's brain and put it in the track like i don't know (laughs) what's going on there well the thing is is that you can be really um like cerebral and intelligent right you know ti be using big words he's not not cerebral but his emotional intelligence lacks 
This man has no emotional intelligence. The baby has no emotional intelligence. Yeah. Like emotional intelligence means that you can read a room. Emotional right. intelligence means that you can search patterns and say, oh, this pattern is like this pattern. Let me make a connection to it because it makes sense. Like right. this nigga, Luna you know, X is just chilling, right? He minded his own business. You can't say, oh, because Lil Nas X can be gay, the baby can be homophobic. What? It is so ridiculous. I guess the explanation, if you will, would be that Lil Nas X is top of mind because he dropped that video on Friday where there's like a, you know. Great content. Great <laughs> content. Loved it. I don't, I'm not even a fan of Lil Nas X, but what I am a fan of, I'm a fan of authenticity. Right. I love it when people stand in their shit. I mm -hmm. love it when people don't give a fuck what anybody else got to say. And right. they're themselves, right? right? Especially when it's not harming another group of people. Right. And Little Nas X has never came out and said, I hate straight people. Uh, straight people fucking suck. If you were a man out here and you ain't been sucking dick, you trash and you the reason why the <laughs> black community is being destroyed. I've never heard Little Nas X say that. However, I've heard T.I. say that. I've heard Boosie say that. I've heard the baby say that. I've heard black straight men across the board say Little Nas X is ruining the black community by being himself. Right. Well, to, hey, well, to be fair, I don't want to describe any words to the baby that he did say, nor to T.I. T.I. didn't necessarily attack Lil Nas X directly in that way. But basically, he just said by Lil Nas X existing, literally, that's all, because that's all he's doing, that the baby is free to be homophobic, which is crazy, right? And also, I, I have to challenge you, like, not only is he lacking in emotional intelligence, I also think he's lacking in intellect, because I just feel like there was a, just a, a, an absence of logic in everything he said, and he was on IG Live for like five minutes, and um, <laughs> it was very unfortunate. Now, Boosie, <laughs> Boosie, <laughs> I'm sorry, that it was very unfortunate for just five minutes of live, <laughs> like, you, niggas be on live for hours, you said just that five minutes was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it was really sad. But anyway, uh, Boosie has, you know, jumped into the conversation and was now he has been the most, you know, brazen in his uh, mm -hmm. defense of the baby and also his attack of Lil Nas X. Like Lil Nas, they wanted to perform naked for charity. Like, bro, they don't tell him nothing. They should be picking sides, man. You don't tell this little faggot ass nothing. That's the most disrespectful motherfucker in the world. He say he won't get naked on stage. Nigga, they got kids to watch that shit. Nigga, be taking it too far. Nigga, go suck a dick on IG, nigga. Get fucked in your ass. Basically doubling down on T.I.'s line of argument and just sounding like a complete idiot. Now, mind you, Boosie had his children molested. And mm -hmm. it's just like, and also he never misses an opportunity to like, talk about you know gay people so that's what let's one. also be clear boosie said that he would jump on stage and beat little nas x's ass if little nas x ever did some gay shit um during an award show because there's children out there who are watching it and he and he's influencing their sexuality nigga everybody ain't with that nigga will beat your ass bitch nigga will drag your bitch ass off stage man everybody ain't with that man yeah you let me be in a building and you come on stage naked. So first of all, Lil Boosie, 
Um, don't you got like kidney disease or something? <laughs> Lil Nas X will whoop it. your ass. He got about like <laughs> 10 what? years, 20 years on your ass. He give you a swift kick in the kidney and you going down, my nigga. So stop the cat. So let's stop start there. Um, beyond that, you know that's not how sexuality works, right? I can bet money somebody in the prison that Lil Boosie went to can tell us that he fucked Lil Boosie. Because ever since Lil Boosie left prison, all he can talk about is gay men. He does not avoid an opportunity to talk about gay men, okay? And to have your son be molested by a grown woman just so that you say your so your son can practice so your son won't be gay. You know that's not how sexuality works, right? But because he believes that's how sexuality works, I'm thinking he really thinks that the more women he has sex with or the more women he's around, he'll be less gay. Little Boosie, lean into it. Like <laughs> just lean into it. It's okay if you're gay. It's okay that you like men. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's just I, I listen. It's impossible to say, but definitely it's impossible old... to say. Bro, it's impossible to say. <laughs> okay, maybe it's impossible to say with the baby, and maybe it's impossible to say with Ti. But with well, Boosie, I'm we leaning towards ninety five percent true here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Listen, literally every tweet about him that was like, you know, that went viral today was saying the exact same thing. So clearly, you know, that's the overwhelming sentiment. I really think he just needs to lay off all of this. Just stay off the internet. He keeps getting like banned from Instagram. Like, just chill out. Like, He'd be like, Mark Zuckerberg, please. <laughs> right. Please apply. Like, this nigga can't even say Mark Zuckerberg. Right, right. It's just. Oh my goodness. Sad, sad stuff. Listen, now, black men, I just really, if if black men are listening to this right now, black straight men, I just want you to know you are turning off your bitch by talking about gay men. Okay. We as women find it very suspect for y'all to continuously talk about gay men. It concerns us because this in our minds means you have an obsession. It's an obsession. And if your obsession is with gay men, go be with a gay man. Actually, go to therapy first and figure out like whatever that hidden, the stuff that's going on underneath so that you can be authentically yourself because you don't have to do this. It don't got to be like this. Mm. You can be authentic. I know this world tells you you can't, but please step up. You see the way Lil Nas X came out the closet? He also thought he couldn't be gay. He also thought it would backfire. He's at the prime of his career because he's authentically himself. Women love him. Men love him. White people love him because he's authentically himself. Stop hiding it. Okay. And if you're not really hiding it, stop talking about it. Focus on the bitches. If it's really like that for real. <laughs> Jesus. Well said. Well, sorry, said. Lord. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brought, he like, how I get it? That was <laughs> So it's funny, like the performance at, at Rolling Loud, it was just so multi-pronged. Like there's so much to talk about. So aside from all this other shit, he brought out Tory Lanez as his surprise guest. Now, mind you, Megan had performed maybe like 45 minutes prior. And so he said, oh yeah, I'll give you a million dollars so you can guess who's like in this, you know, costume or whatever. And it was Tory Lanez. And... Tory Lanez, of course, has been on a high since that happened. Has been, like tweeting all types of nonsense. I'm not even gonna bother like reading what he tweeted. But 
the reason why he's an idiot and the reason why when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite is that he might have violated his restraining order because he's supposed to stay 100 yards away from Megan the Stallion and she was backstage when he came on stage. And mm. so he might be in trouble and it's just stupid. Like, I really hope he is in trouble, honestly. Like, me, me too, me too. Like, like, it's just, it's been too, like, I think the most interesting thing about like all of this that's been going on is that black women have really come under fire with no support. I mean, the backlash has gone against Megan Thee Stallion for being a victim. It's absurd. <laughs> it's it, absolutely absurd. Like, and the fact that Tory Lanez and the baby would would collaborate with each other. Like, it's just, it's shisty all around. Yeah. So take them both down. I don't care. Bye. I, I, I don't feel bad for the baby. And honestly, Tory Lanez, I, I feel like his day is coming. Like, I mean, people seem, people seem to think that it didn't happen because he hasn't gone to trial yet. His day is definitely coming. Like, you don't get away with just shooting somebody. So, Literally, and people, it's funny how we've been watching Law and Order SVU all our lives, but all of a sudden, <laughs> everybody forgot how the justice system works. Right. Everybody forgot a such thing as bail. And right. everybody forgot such things as trial dates being well, set. Like, I'm so confused. It's crazy. Like, and it's just so weird how there's so many people who all of a sudden love Tory Lanez, who clearly weren't fans before any of this. I mean, because that's how misogyny works, right? Like, under misogyny, it's your masculinity is being threatened by this woman. Megan Thee Stallion is a tall, statuesque, big booty, you know, just uh, big energy, big everything. Everything about her is big, right? And she tells men very often, you little dick-ass niggas, if you... <laughs> Ain't got the dick or the money for me. Get out my face. And it's the same for the women around me, right? This is what she's empowering other women to say. This is a threat into small dick energy men. This is a threat to broke ass niggas. So, of course, I would align myself with who empowers me and not who disempowers me. It makes sense logically. I get it. <laughs> But it's just also like you could go get you some money and you could figure out, you know, what to do with your small penis. You don't got to project like this. The, the whole, I just feel sad for Megan because honestly, I could have told her not to associate with Tory Lanez. There's something about, mm-hmm. you know, you know there's how, like there's something you just know to stay away from. And I, I just, I could And a short her. man with a receding hairline is oh, one of them. See, back to the high. I, we <laughs> Back to the hide a zoo. We don't we could we could insult this man without talking about the fact that he's a dwarf. But either way. <laughs> wait, either wait, wait. <laughs> See now now I'm in it too. Look at now, you. Look at now, <laughs> see now I'm in it too. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, listen, his day is coming and we're just gonna sit back and watch and just big L's all around for all parties involved. The yeah, baby. the baby losing brand sponsorship. Right, Boo Look, Man dropped him. Like he was fucking with the wrong community. The baby, you can be as misogynist as you want to be. This world does not give a fuck about black women, so it does not matter. You can be as rude as you want to be to other black men because this world does not give a fuck about black men. Or black gay men for that instance. So it doesn't matter. But you forgot that the gay community includes white men. Okay? And white 
women with access to power who run brands, who run companies, baby, you mm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. You fucked up. Of I, I hate that the power dynamics work that way, but you said it right. So mm-hmm. he's, he's about to find out the hard way. All right, let's talk about Simone Biles, uh, the greatest gymnast of all time. She, of all time. Yep. She pulled out of the team finals. Uh, because she was having uh, mental health issues, emotional issues. Uh, she had had like a, a, a shaky landing earlier in the day. And so people assumed that she was injured, but she actually says she was fine physically, but she just wasn't feeling so great, you know, uh, emotionally. And so that was the team uh, finals. And because she, I mean, we can assume, you know, quite safely that because she pulled out, the U.S. got a silver medal and Russia got mm-hmm. gold. And then today, she pulled out of the all-around individual finals. And so now there's even more conversation. Uh, and, of course, I, I, I love that people have been so generous with her and that she's mm-hmm. generally gotten a lot of support. But, you know, a part of me is like, hmm, at the risk of sounding like I don't care about mental health, because I actually do care a lot. Like, I mean, you've performed at this level before. you performed on mm-hmm. this stage before. You have won on this stage before so um you know well, I, I guess the question is why couldn't you power through this time now mm. i understand that she's a human being and that we can't all be 100 percent every single day so i can yeah. i, I can kind of answer my own question but i guess when you're so used to someone being so excellent it's kind of shocking and so that's kind of what it is yeah yeah so i think that in particular when you're a black woman um in i i, I ain't simone biles so right, right. You know, <laughs> i'm i'm not that amazing but um you make a lot of mental health sacrifices a lot of relationship sacrifices a lot of sacrifices to um your time and your energy to make sure that you're that great right Simone Biles puts a lot of energy into her training and she's won so many awards I mean she you just like you said the greatest gymnast of all time she's already the greatest mm-hmm. if, she does, if she does nothing else she's already if, like literally she's, yeah so it doesn't matter how many medals she wins like it doesn't matter you know how great she makes the USA look in the middle of a pandemic at an Olympic uh Olympics that shouldn't be happening like at this point in her career, she now has the freedom to say, I don't got to do this. I'm great regardless. And honestly, I love that for her. And I want that for more Black women because mm-hmm. if there's anything that I've noticed, when Black women get to the top, they be feeling like, oh, I got to maintain and stay to the top. Mm-hmm. I can't even slip up, not even once. I mean, we've seen how long Serena Williams' career has extended. She just now losing tournaments. Mm-hmm. Like, and they deserve that. They deserve the space to just take the time for themselves and not have to be great, to be normal, to win a silver medal. And it was so interesting because I agree with you, Ronte, in the sense of like, when I saw them silver medals, that picture, I was like, oh. Damn. <laughs> yeah, like. Not silver. <laughs> right? Like, it was just, it was kind of like, oh, okay. oh, wait a minute. Y'all seem kind of a little. White, too- white refrigerator. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely giving white refrigerator. Oh my! It was giving kitten heels. Like it was giving. Like... Yo, like I was really like it was off putting. Like, but they seemed happy. Yeah, they seemed happy. 
so I can't even be mad at that. Like sometimes coming second place is like it feels good too. Like that that attention, I can't imagine how overwhelming it's been. Right. The pressure. Everybody's like, ooh, Simone Baz is gonna take home the goal. What a great big fuck you to say. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. chilling. And listen, and I get that like none of us can even imagine the amount of pressure it takes to not only perform at that level, but be the favorite to win. So I fully appreciate that. And that's why, like, you know, I definitely would give her grace, but I, I will be lying if I said there wasn't like a moment of like, oh, wow, like, how could she, you know, she's worked so hard to get here. How could she not go all the way through with this thing, this event that happens once every four years, you know, she's not going to have an opportunity to do this again. Well, I guess three years from now, because we missed it last year. But, like, this is not something that happens every year. And, you know, athletes have limited time, right? Yeah. And so that's, that to me, it was like, it was more like, oh, like, I guess I was sad that she wasn't going to add to her legacy in the way that I wanted her to. But ultimately, it's her legacy. Mm-hmm. And and it's her career, and she gets to make that choice for herself. Uh, I guess the, the people who are arguing that well, she's also representing America at the Olympics. This is not like a you know regular competition, and I can appreciate that. But you know, listen, if you had better gymnasts, then why 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 they ain't there? You know? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. What <laughs> what has America done for her? Right, and, and, what? <laughs> and you know, so I guess the counter to that was be that um, I guess she shouldn't have gone at all. Because there are other people who could have had her spot instead. But they like, always gonna be losers anyway. They was all gonna be silver medalists. Look, <laughs> y'all was gonna win silver this year regardless. <laughs> that is the point. Whether S- Simone, whether she was there or not, y'all, it was gonna be silver regardless. Yeah. And with whatever Russia got going on, <laughs> Russia was gonna win gold regardless. Cause we know they be they do what they gotta do. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So if yeah. anything, I think people should be like people really have to learn to give really great performers grace. I, I'm, I'm, we get. I mean, I'm saying we like I'm a great performer, but anyway, <laughs> own it, own it. You but know, you know what? I do. I'll be good at what I do. Or right, whatever. right. Um, and you know what? Honestly, because it's coming on the heels of Naomi Osaka. Uh, mm-hmm. pulling out of competition because of mental health. And even I think there was a basketball player who also did the same, another black woman. And so it's, it's kind of interesting. Black right? women are tired. Right. Well, yeah, that, that's one way of putting it. But uh, another way is that I guess black women are kind of leading the way as far yeah, as. And we, but the thing is, is we've been leading the way. We've always been leading the way. And people have sat there and watched us for entertainment, taken in the entertainment. I mean, black people as a whole, think of we, we literally lead the culture and people will sit there and enjoy us for entertainment and not consider the toll of just us being black in these spaces take on us. And when we finally decide, you know what, I'm going to put myself first. Like, I just don't feel like it. You know, right. sometimes I wake up and I just don't feel like being the extrovert at work. I don't feel like speaking up at every meeting. I don't feel like leading this session. Like, and I'm going to take a mental health day when I don't feel like it. Y'all can figure it out. Like, none of y'all got it. It's all on our backs. Like, I'm going to need more people to be less mediocre. <laughs> and, and, be less mediocre <laughs> so that Black women can finally rest and be in our feminine energy and just enjoy the fruits of our labor without having to put... Why? Yo, Simone really put the whole team on her back. Yeah, and even, like, the, they were crying when she said she can like, perform in the last round right and, and because they knew i think they understood that she is the best 
gymnast on the team. So it, it's sad. I, I listen. I, I'm not, I, like I said. I have to speak my truth, and the truth is that I wish she just, you know, stuck it out. But again, I understand that she's human, and I understand that she gets to make her own choices. I also understand that she doesn't really, really owe anyone anything. Um, you know, despite the fact that she was representing America, but I get it. Like it's it's her life, it's her body above all, and mm-hmm. so she doesn't have to use her body the way she doesn't want to. So. There's that. Absolutely. Congrats, Simone. Let's talk about Normani and that disappointing that song she just put out. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. This is not where I saw this going. <laughs> oh, wow. That, okay. Listen, please. listen, listen. I just got one question. Mm-hmm. Where where are the hits? Like, where <gasps> are they? <laughs> She okay. needs to stop playing on our time at this okay. point. You don't think it's catchy? Like it's not, not catchy? it's a lot of things. It is not catchy. Now we'll say that the, the music video is quite stunning. Oh, fire. Uh, but like fire. Jesus, the song. Like, what the fuck? Like, I really I, I need her to step into her greatness, and she's yet to do that. I just don't know what it is. She's like, this is even worse than motivation, and motivation was oh, pretty bad. No, 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 no. This is better than motivation. Motivation was way worse. wow but i will say sadly i agree with you (laughs) when i separate the song from the video no i'm not rushing to download it exactly Um, normani is so so talented vocally right and she's (sighs) such a great dancer but a lot of the times, it's given Tanache. Like her. And you know what? Honestly, that's not even fair. Tanache is a better singer, if we're being honest. And <laughs> yes, yes, I will say Normani is the better dancer, uh, and you know, and maybe that makes better videos just because she dances so well and just has like you know all those fashions or whatever. But just the song, like Tanache makes better music. Let's not even kid ourselves. But I Normani, no, I'm not a fan of Tanache's music. Both of them give me real like. I don't know what it is. Like it's, it's just it's not given R and B and I think we expect R and B from Normani, but it don't give full blown R and B. It's giving raps rap singy, kinda of like you rapping, but not really. But it's just it's weird. I I I want her to really like give us melodies and like you know get with some good writers. I don't even know what the problem is because she has like you know she has like Ariana and Ariana Grande's like team writing songs with her. Like I, I think actually Ariana Grande co-wrote Motivation. So you know it's just it's sad. Now I will say though she's probably also suffering from being a dark-skinned black woman because I really do feel like the industry likes to hear R&B from white people these days. In yeah. the sense that, like, Ariana Grande can probably put out a similarly, like, weak song and go to yes. number one with it. Like, first, it's like, that fucking Seven Ring song was trash. But it was number <laughs> one for, like, 11 That's weeks. That's a fact. It was number for 11 weeks. And so, that's I think there's definitely that at play. But just objectively speaking, she's not putting out good music. And I need her to, like, Well, urgently. I will say, like, what I do love about this um, song and what I do love about Normani is that, um, yes, the way that she dances, the court, like, first of all, her team and getting um, Sean Bankhead to come and choreograph mm-hmm. this, um, this video was very, very smart because regardless of if the song is good or not without the video, everybody's still playing it because they love the video. Correct. Um, 
everyone is, you know, doing the TikTok dances to it. All of the choreographers are out here, like really trying to get this down. And I think that that was a smart thing. It's just like when it's up and it's stuck with Cardi B. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, also, I don't know why Cardi B was on this on the song. Yeah, with she didn't. She, yeah, she didn't add to it. I but, get why. I get it was there for. She needed to like borrow from the star power, right? Yeah. But I, unfortunately, the song is so weak that I don't think that it mattered that Cardi was on it. And also, but also I hate rappers on R and B songs. Like Wild Side, I'm guessing it's <laughs> supposed to be a song. From what I understand about you know, you see a fine man and you want him to pull up on you and you want to show him how wild you could get. Like you want him to give you all of the energy. You want all the smoke. And so that to me sounds like it should be a sensual song. You know what I'm saying? Like giving real, maybe a Leah vibe. Yeah. It. Apparently there was like a one in a million kind of reference to the song. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I, if I was it was getting actually. getting from it. Yeah. Cause I think Aaliyah's uncle had made a comment about the song. It was, just, it was this whole thing uh, about her, like not, you know, speaking to him first before she referenced the song, whatever. Um, but I, I like I don't think that that's really her. That should be her lane. And even if she was gonna make that kind of you know that style of song, I think we just need stronger melodies. It's just she's not giving us anything to like. There's no melody at all. I don't know. I'm gonna give this song because of the video and because of the choreography, the imagery. The way that they're promoing it and the fact that everyone is playing it, I'm honestly going to say that this is the song that introduces a lot of people to Normani. This will be the song. I'm, I'm going to say that. If you can get a song on TikTok for get people to do TikToks to it, everybody putting it on their Instagram story, like, I, I'm going to... I'm thinking it's gonna catch on. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to like you know the fall to see what happens. But mm. this may be Normani's breakthrough song simply because of the content she associated with it. It's quite generous of you, but okay. <laughs> Winners and losers, uh, Devi. I will let you go first. Oh, okay. So my winners are first black girls prioritizing their mental health. Amen. Um. Love that for Megan Thee Stallion. You know, she took a break from social media uh, for a while and then came back happier than ever. Naomi Osaka telling everybody, fuck you and your opinion. It's okay for me not to be okay and to not talk to the press and to not do what I don't want to do. Simone Biles saying, I'm just not feeling it right now and taking a break from the Olympics um, and stepping down. Like, I love that for them. I want us to prioritize our mental health more. A lot of Black women feel like they have to sacrifice so much of themselves to make sure that everybody else is happy. But you cannot set yourself on fire trying to make sure that everybody else has light. So congrats to you all, all the Black women out there prioritizing their mental health. My second winner is spinning the block. Everybody who is out there spinning the block. (laughs) Jay-Z spin the block back towards Kanye West and was on a Kanye track. I love that giving real bestie energy. Um, <laughs> J-Lo spin the block back to Ben Affleck. She wearing a, a Ben necklace. Okay. I love the energy. Spin the block. If it is healed and it is healthy and y'all have talked about it, go ahead and spin the block one time. You know, okay. it's okay. Heard it's okay. <laughs> it's not for me though. So my, <laughs> my ex is out there. I'm trying to stop with the toxicity. So, you know, if you used to fuck with me, it's too late to fuck with me again. All right. She said it's stuck. So- <laughs>
It, new niggas only. New <laughs> niggas only. Um, my losers are the black community's homophobia. Um, the response to R. Kelly potentially molesting boys was some very wild shit to me. Because this man that molested a lot of black girls and we all and not we all because I'm not I was a part of that but blamed it on the parents for even letting those girls uh get near R. Kelly whether it was for their music careers or whatever it may be but somebody drops you know the uh the court drops the allegations of him potentially molesting boys and now all of a sudden it's oh he was touching boys that's disgusting that's nasty i mm. can't believe him you can't believe you so you thought that he was just out here molesting girls and it was okay protect black women stop playing with us like that's ridiculous mm. um also with the black um community's homophobia leave little Nas x alone y'all really on his dick right now for him displaying the same kind of sexual energy that your favorite rappers do. Your favorite rappers will get on a track and say, oh, shorty gave me top. I'm fucking with that mop head. Um, (laughs) If your bitch a bop, I'ma give her this dick, whatever. (laughs) Like whatever the fuck y'all be saying on the track, y'all be saying it and it be like, oh, this a fucking bop. Because I say that too. I definitely be like, oh, he said two bitches giving him hair. Oh, this a bop. This a good song. Give Little Nas X the same energy or mind your damn business. He's allowed to kiss a man on TV. It's not going to turn your kids gay unless your kids are already gay. Then it didn't turn them gay. They was just gay already. That's okay. It's genitals and people. It's not that serious. Stop being impressed over other people's genitals. It's very, very weird. Worry about who you fucking. Worry about what your coochie is doing and what your dick is doing, okay? Because all of y'all are giving real weak dick energy and weak pussy energy. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm resonating with. Because if your sex life was popping and you was really coming like you should be coming, you wouldn't be worried about other people's doing. I just got to say that. And then my last loser is... People who ignore black women's pain and uh, when black women say this is wrong. Uh, for all of you who ignored Megan the Stallion in support of Tory Lanez and supported the baby, fuck you. Uh, for everyone who has something to say about Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, fuck you. For everyone who ignored the fact that Aaliyah was 15 years old when she married R. Kelly and all of the women that um, R. Kelly molested, well, not even women, girls, that R. Kelly molested, fuck y'all. Y'all gotta stop ignoring Black women's pains. We are victims too, we are sensitive too, we are vulnerable too, and we deserve the same care and protection that y'all give white women, Asian women, Latinx women, that y'all give our counterparts okay we are not so strong that we can carry the weight of the world and carry our own weight too do not wait for us to break down for you to give us support don't wait for these men to go to jail and get convicted for you to give us support give us support when we tell you that something is wrong and that's it amen amen so i saw a sort of pretty cool quote uh, about Simone Biles, and it said, she said she's the goat, not the mule. I thought that was pretty mm, clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yep, yep. All right, let me get to my winners. My first winner is LeBron James, who is the first NBA player to earn a billion dollars while still active in the league. He has earned uh, $300 million in player salary and $700 million in you know endorsements and merchandise and a whole bunch of other things. So shout out to LeBron. And uh, my second winner is Michaela Cole from 
I May Destroy You. She has been added to the cast of Black Panther, the sequel. Um, so that's pretty dope. And I, I'm actually now, for some odd reason, now I'm more excited just knowing that she's in it. Um, I'm, kind of, I'm a bit of a fan. And then my third winner is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, my fellow Nigerian, who is now an NBA champ. Um, and, I love him. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And He's so adorable. He and actually he and two of his brothers are now champs now. Uh, so big shout out to the whole family. And now for my losers, uh, of course, we have, I'm going to start with the obvious ones. T.I. for obvious reasons. Lou Boosie for obvious reasons. Tory Lanez for obvious reasons. And of course, The Baby for obvious We've discussed them enough. Uh, and also, The Baby, you know, just released like a music video in the last like three hours where he references, you know, AIDS. Uh, he claims he filmed the video the day before Rolling Loud. I, I almost kind of not believe him, but who knows? But yeah, my second loser is Jeff Bezos because uh, while his wife is trying to save the world and literally giving the biggest gifts ever to a variety of institutions. He is uh, going to the edge of space for, you know, literally 10 minutes and, and, and blowing billions of dollars to do that. And, and just, just be ridiculous. I mean, listen, it's his own money and he doesn't owe us anything, but it just, it, it, this whole space race thing, just, it, it's not, it, it doesn't feel right. Like just these billionaires just playing around, going to space while people literally can't eat here on earth is ridiculous and then he lands back lands on earth and he says he wants to thank his employees for making this possible his employees who literally can't take bathroom breaks unless they get fired yeah. it's it's just the whole thing is just <laughs> wild <laughs> it was wild. very it, it was wild because that was very blatant like like what thank you you fucking peasants i what? made it to space right like, I, I, no, I like i have like it's, it felt like it was out of a movie except it was actually real life very 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 well you know people say um he's that guy lex lex luther no he's yeah he is yeah real yeah. life lex luther it's it's really like quite astonishing and then of course he rounds it all out by giving a donation to jose andres which he is a legitimate like charity person who's like a chef and who also does a lot of like things to help restaurant workers stay afloat and help people get food but he gave another hundred million dollars to van jones (laughs) and i can't quite understand that one uh, I think Van Jones is like just that black guy that every white person mm-hmm. likes, and, and and it's just it's really odd. And a, a part of me is almost impressed with how much of an opportunist he is, and how he knows how to like just place himself, I guess, beside people with power. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's really, it's quite like I'm impressed, but also disgusted. And uh, yeah, so Van heavy Jones on had, both for sure, right, right, and 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 like literally, they can do whatever they want with the hundred million dollars. So like, you know, they could literally pocket it if they wanted to. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And uh, my next loser uh, would be the anti-vaxxers who are about to send us in another lockdown <laughs> with the way shit is looking, um, because you know the CDC is now slowly like rolling back all the you know freedoms that they gave us as far as like masking and being able to take your mask off because we're getting like crazy new numbers. We got eighty-eight thousand cases on I want to say Tuesday, and that was the highest uh, daily count since March. So it's not looking good at all. And yeah, I need everyone listening. If you haven't gotten the vaccine, please go get it. Like it's act like please like. Do you think we'll actually go back on lockdown though? In a, in the United States of America? I don't I mean, it's 
who knows? We'll see. Like, if, I think if we get like January type numbers where we're getting three hundred thousand cases a day, we might have to lock down. But you know, I think we've gotten to a place where forty eight percent of the population is vaccinated, and so I think America will try to just make it work. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just. I'm not sure. I can't wait go. for the history books to say. It's, yeah. So during that pandemic. Uh, because of the vibes, they said, "Fuck everybody who dying." Right, it's the vibes for me. Right, it's summer twenty one, and then uh, Kanye West is my next loser. Uh, with you know just his album that still hasn't dropped, and it's funny. I was actually going to listen to the album if it dropped on the day that they said it was going to drop, but it didn't. And so now I'm back to my senses and remember that he <laughs> is canceled, and I will not be listening. And you know, I, I mean, you know, I did listen to like snippets, and I have to say, a lot of it was good. But it was uh, good. unfortunately, I hate that it was. But I, you know, listen, I think we have to hold his feet to the fire, and I think we have to remember what he did these last four years, and just how horrible it was. You know, saying slavery was a choice, and going so far out of his way to get Donald Trump reelected. Like we just, our memories, you know, cannot be that short. Like we really need to. Oh no, my memory not short. I'm literally just choosing to ignore what happened six months ago. Oh, I'm choosing. Like none of our memories are short. Heard you. So what do we, we call that then? Um, it's called like just accepting people for who they are. It's called growth. Um, uh- <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm in a place where I am not trying to control not anybody. I am growing <laughs> and learning to accept boys who they are. Heard you, heard And you. accept this great content from Kanye West, <laughs> who about to drop the hottest gospel <laughs> album of the new millennium. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to let you live, but it's just, you guys are something else. That's all I'm going to say. Now, my final loser, and I'll say it, it's a couple, so my losers <laughs> are Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. You know what? Ash Gucci, Mila Kunis, and Dax Shepard, because we can't let him go off either. But they were on Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, and they were talking about how they don't shower regularly. Waded perfectly into a pre-existing argument between Monica and I. We've been fighting for a month now. I told her to stop washing her body with soap. I said, tits, slits, and pits. That's an armchair he came up with that, not me. And then I yeah, added yeah, yeah. souls and holes. Souls and holes. Yeah. But you do not, you should not be <laughs> getting rid of all the natural oil on your skin with a bar of soap every day. It's insane. Do you guys wash Water. your whole body? Water. I don't wash my body with soap every day. Okay, good. That's good. That's okay. good. But I wash pits and tits and, and holes and souls. Slits. I wash the... Slits. I wash my slits and my tits. I yes. wash my armpits and my crotch daily and nothing yeah. else ever. It was just some weirdo shit, right? And so I don't like, I don't even want to like start stereotyping, but I will just say that anytime I hear some shit like this, it's always being said by people of a certain hue. And it makes me a little worried. And... Mm. I am just like also oh yeah they don't they don't wash their kids either unless they actually see dirt mm-hmm. so leaving like unless your kids like skin has like mud on it they do nothing about it like as it's far as generational it's, it's unfortunate and I am disgusted any thoughts on that I am truly disgusted also simply because of the fact like have you ever just you took a shower the night before you woke up in the morning maybe went about your day um you went outside the moment that you hit outside air 
The moment you hit outside air, you are no longer clean. And what is really disturbing about it is that white people have spent centuries pushing propaganda that says black people are dirty. Black people are lazy. Black people are unclean. Mm. Meanwhile, y'all not even taking... Y'all got bath day? Day? (laughs) Out of the week? I, I, I hate it. And you're passing it down to your children. It's just... And we've told you you smelled like wet dog before. I know you've heard it. I know you heard the stereotype. And you still rocking with the not taking a shower every day, huh? Uh, in the it's very of, wild. In and the I middle think of the that pandemic. Is in the middle of a pandemic. Just coronavirus just sitting on the skin. <laughs> just sitting in the bed. I'm never, I'm never booking an Airbnb under a white host again. Uh. Never. It's not happening anymore. Okay? You ain't you ain't taking a shower before you hop in your bed. Your Dude, sheets I, are not clean. I, I tell people all the time, once I leave my house, I can't even, like, sit on anything. Like, I'm, like I have outside on me. It's, I mean, I'm probably on the other end of, like, the extreme. But still, like, I, I can't imagine going into my bed, having been outside, and not shower. That is wild. It's very wild, especially because, like, they usually celebrities live in, like, these populated cities. So they either be in New York or they be in L.A., Mm. where the air is disgusting. (laughs) The air is disgusting in both locations. Sorry, New Yorkers. Y'all know I fuck with (laughs) y'all. I'm going to have a bunch of New Yorkers in my DMs like, yo, what you say? (laughs) It's just nasty. But, yeah, those are my last losers. And, yeah, and nothing else. Anything else to add? I don't have anything else to add um, except for please bathe. That's yes. it. Yes. Please. All right. That's our episode. Devi, this was just a blast as always. As always. I always have a good time with you. Uh, right. Of course. Likewise. Likewise. So before you leave, let the people know where they can find you on social media. Uh, yes. You can find me and my filthy mouth. I promise you I am not this filthy on my Instagram, maybe a little bit on my Twitter. Um, but both of those are M S T H E V E Y. That's Miss Thevy. Um, follow my Instagram to just see me being cute and having fun. Um, and get to know me in person to hear me talk like this <laughs> often. Nice. <laughs> and also before I leave, before we leave, I want to say a big fuck you to the person who is using you to catfish on the Instagram. Oh my God. I honestly, like, I hope, I hope that page been pulled down. I hope it was pulled down too. That shit was so weird. And to block me so that I can't report I, you. I, I, that scares, like, I did I, like, something. That is frightening. Yeah, I hope that page is taken down. You people on the internet are very weird. I don't live my... And a lot of people were like, oh, look at you. You're popular. I don't live my life for the internet. I, if I'm going to be popular, I'm going to be popular in real life where I can actually get money for it and I don't spend my whole day attached to my phone. Mm. So ain't nothing about that made me happy. <laughs> that was really weird. Weird. And for those who thought that I would actually make an OnlyFans page, y'all wild. Uh, like, like, just... Do y'all even know me? Right. It's ridiculous. But... I'm talking to you, Kenny, if you listen to this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, episode 45, No Hipsters Pod. Talk to you next time. Bye.